Hey everybody, welcome back to The Goodest Cast. And on this episode, we have Julian Jacobs. My dude, my homie, my brother. Been teammates for over 10 years, been friends for even more than that. And uh, we definitely talk about some life shit on this one. Um, kind of see what's been going on with him. You know, if you wanna know what's going on with the Sylvia build, gets answered. You wanna know what's going on in, in life? We talk about it, so uh, definitely check this one out. It's a good one. We're still going some tangents and talk about some wild shit, like him crashing into the back of me and almost taking out the ABS house. So definitely stick around. I hope you enjoy this one as much as I did. Julian Jacobs, roll it. Hey there, boys and girls. Do you like to make your car cool? Well, you came to the right place. Because this episode, we got an ad for Kuro Works out of Atlanta, Georgia. The boys pulling up. They got the, if you're broke, dig ass. They got a garage sale section. And we got a discount code for you. And I don't even know what it does yet. It's goodest boy. And you're going to have to go to KoroWorks.com and try and buy some shit and put it in and see what happens. And I'll probably tell you what the discount code is next time because we did this all really last minute. And that's what I'm talking about. That's how you know they're the homies. They're just supporting the podcast because it's fun. And we're supporting them because they know it's fun. A bunch of rippers out there supporting good driving, supporting cool cars. They got the engine bay dress up stuff. They got the sick arrow options, rare stuff, hard to find stuff, the garage sale section. Sometimes like people are selling their own personal stuff from their garage that work there and i think they do service too they like do builds and shit so if you're trying to get the fucking dopest shit in the south head over to coral works and get fucking set up peasants (laughs) sorry guys this is what comes out of my fucking head All right, guys, if you listen to the podcast, you already know about Tire Streets. That's where you get your Accelerator 651s. Right now, they're running a special bulk orders. Get like an extra 5 or 10% off their typical tier, whatever. So if you're trying to get some meats for the season, you're trying to get some sticky joints, it's time. TireStreets.com. And if you're just trying to buy a couple tires, good as 651, 20% off the 651s. That's what I run, you know? that it's that good good you know the fucking spice <laughs> i don't know if anyone from back streets watches these but i really feel like they don't <laughs> anyway you know what to do get some tires make us look good y'all did that last year they came back this year they're supporting us you're supporting them we love to see it and uh once again, we appreciate y'all. I think we did it. Fallen nature is metal. Nah. Is it sick? Dude, yeah, it's just like really gnarly nature videos, like animals killing other animals. Yeah. That's good. Sick. Quality tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let me turn my phone on. Do not disturb because I'm a fucking good podcast guest. Yeah, you are. So we were talking about that. I'm the most return pod guest, even though I hate shit like this. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, blessing us with your fucking aura. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I hate it so much. 
Uh, I don't know, because you have social anxiety? <sighs> Maybe. It's not even just social anxiety. It's like anxiety about talking, especially when I know other people are going to hear it. Like we have, I probably talk to you as much as any of my other friends and I can have a conversation with people. It's just, uh, I don't know, the pressure of knowing people are going to see it. And I, in that pressure, I, I always feel like there's things I wanted to say after. I don't know. I'm like, I don't consider myself a super deep thinker. And when I do it, like, it takes me a really long time to formulate my thoughts on things. I kind of, usually if someone asks me a question and I answer it, like a week later, I'll be like, ah, you know, I really, I wanted to say this or that. Mm. I think we all do that though. Like usually it's like, uh, usually for me, it's like comebacks and like a debate. Or like, the worst is like when someone talks shit on the street and you're like, oh, I should have said this. <laughs> you get a lot of people talking shit to you in the streets? Yeah, I'd be in the streets, so. Yeah, I mean, you live in the city, so I guess yeah. you run into yeah. strangers more often. I kind of just hide in the forest here. Yeah. Um. No, I don't but, know. But yeah, there's, I don't know, I admire people who like, are quick quick thinkers and uh, i mean i would argue that you're a quick thinker maybe just not vocally like there's a definite there's a definite yeah. disconnect that that's it it's yeah vocally for sure but yeah i don't know i mean the shit that you do definitely requires quick thinking <laughs> yeah I guess it does. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it just feels like you don't even have to think about it, though. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Right. You you always said that to me when I was like trying when I was like trying to ask you, like, what do I like? What are you doing there? Like, how do you do that? And you're just like, I, I, I don't know. It just, <laughs> just kind of happens. And I'm like okay sick advice i'm like i'm kind of, i'm like starting to get to the point where i like understand what you mean by that because it's like sometimes it's like you're like doubling up muscle memories like on top of each other and like you don't even really like realize what you're doing yeah anytime i've ever done like a foot camera i'll watch the footage and be like what the fuck i didn't know i was doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's so because there's so many different things happening it's kind of hard to think about everything yeah sick it's funny because i could like there's a couple clips from this past event at avs where shane's in the car at the end of the day and he's recording and i'll like say shit to him in the middle of a corner like i yeah. <laughs> like i threw it in tr tried to downshift a third but i hit fifth and then like right at the apex i was like oh that was fifth <laughs> why did i need to say that right then <laughs> while still drifting <laughs> uh i don't know shit happens i i definitely like do weird shit in the car <laughs> i had like yeah, i had i had some like in-car video recently that i watched and i'm just like at the end of the run we'll say some like goofy shit i don't know you're just like you're all hyped up 
You never know. You never know what's gonna happen next. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like a, when you hit nitrous. I was about to say, like a pit maneuver into the fucking building at Grange. Oh man. Oh, should we talk about that one? Sure. Uh I'm just, you know, heading down the straight, like like any other normal run. And literally I just feel the back of my car like get light. And all of a sudden I'm like flying at the building and I'm like the what fuck the happened fuck is going and I was on like, i was like laughing because i knew you hit me i knew that you i knew that you like punched the back of my car and i was like dying laughing it, <laughs> and like i'm coming to the building and i just like floor it and i like luckily i made it past the building shane's commentary is the best part about it yeah and at the end he's like that nitrous works fucking good, good. <laughs> yeah. Dying, yeah so many people were like Oh, why do you have it on a button? You have to take your hand. I mean, yeah, but fair. Like, <laughs> I was joking when I was like, no, to <laughs> yeah. have it on a throttle switch. That'd be ideal. I was the one that said that you should put it on a button. So if you think it's stupid, at me. Well, it was just like a last minute thing. Like it was yeah. a nitrous kit that I found on Craigslist for 200 bucks. And it was like missing some things. And I just had to order a couple switches and a bottle heater. And then Eric hooked it up and Aaron, they both. Dude, I was, for the first time in my life, ready. Ready for a drift event. I'm like, my car is like, I barely have to do anything. I just have to load shit up. I was so early that I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring a bunch of food and cook for the boys. We're going to really, we're going to eat good. We're going to live it up. I was pretty sick, honestly. And then we're doing nitrous in the car the day before we leave. I, I, I did have that thought. I was like, when you're like, oh yeah, we're putting nitrous on the car. And then I realized it was like the day before you're supposed to leave. Okay. You know why I wanted to do nitrous in this thing? It's because I thought for some reason that Z Nauki was driving also had a V8. And then we pull up to the track and he popped, popped the hood and it was a fucking HR. I was like, it has a VQ in it. <laughs> I didn't even need to do nitrous. Yeah. Actually, his car was definitely faster, but yeah, fucking barely got to drive with him though. I finally got to drive with him after all those trips to Japan and both Super Ds where he wouldn't drive with me because I wasn't good enough. And uh, I finally, I got, I got my, I got my redemption. And like it, he was in the Z, so it was like, I mean. I got to I got to beat up on him like a little bit. It was definitely fun driving with him in a car that wasn't super fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually have a chance to keep up. And left hand drive. Yeah. So he's slightly. I was like, ooh, that boy's struggling, dude. I'm like, I'm gonna get him. <laughs> uh, he still put it on my door though. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I was gonna say something about the I didn't finish my thought on the nitrous. Yeah, go go on. Go off, King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just wanted to explain, like, I think it was, it was more of like a timing thing than it was my car being super fast with the nitrous. Because I, I think that was the first run where I, like, chased you. Or maybe... With nitrous? The first... I also, I also didn't, like... I didn't like. You didn't get I on didn't, it. I didn't get on you it. Probably shifted slow. I hit I the did. nitrous right as you were shifting. Yep. 
because our gearing's different so like yeah. all of that played yeah. into it. it's not just like my car was super fit it was maybe like a 50 or 60 shot sick so it was hilarious yeah it made the funniest video i've ever seen yeah i mean the fact that like nobody was hurt no yeah. cars were yeah. hurt like, yeah that was the funniest thing that's ever happened yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people thought we were like in drift and you like hit the nitrous and like spun me out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like we were just, we were literally like going down the straight, like not drifting. Like we weren't spinning tire at all. We were maybe only going like. Yeah, that was the crazy part. Like I I was like, yeah, I was just, I was just going into third. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was getting into fourth like later on. So yeah, I was going into third. Oh, you were using fourth too? Uh huh. Oh. Maybe our gearing's not that much different, but it was just it was a timing thing for sure. Oh uh, yeah, I think I, I think I sandbagged on the start because I was like I kept gapping. You, you were doing, you were being a nice teammate and letting <laughs> my sluzzy keep up with you, which I appreciate. Yeah. But after that, I'm yeah. not giving you shit anymore. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Uh, I need my S13. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? Because I get. The entire time I was in Australia, I probably got asked like 15 times by different people, like, what's up with this? <sighs> Not to mention all the times here. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so much shit. I don't know. Like, yeah, where do you start? start from the beginning and yeah. like everything that's been going on for the last couple of years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been lacking, lacking motivation. I'm not really feeling my best physically. Um, and I already like struggle with motivation, and I think we all do. Yeah, but Jason's car used to live here, so he used to be here all the time, and like Jason's a super good like motivator. So once he moved out, it was already a little harder to like. Yeah. He bought a house in Sacramento with his wife. Had somewhere to keep his car. Grown man things. Yep. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I've been, my body's been hurting <laughs> for a while now. I think like anyone that knows me knows that. Like I've had back pain and injuries and shit. And that's kind of held me back a little bit over the years at one point my back was completely fucked and i constantly needed one of you guys to help me lift something or you know always have to stretch multiple times a day i've been kind of jacked up but um a couple years ago i like woke up one day and my hands were just stuck and I worked out the day before, so I thought maybe I'd just overdone it. And uh, it just, like, didn't go away. And it was super weird. And I'm, like, I kind of, like, went deep trying to research things that it could be. And I'm, like, it feels like some kind of arthritis. And then I'm, like, do I have rheumatoid arthritis? And then I started getting all these blood tests. And then... We've had like leaks in our roof and a bunch of mold in the house. So then I'm like going down the rabbit hole about 
potentially being exposed to toxic mold and yeah um, which is gnarly yeah because it wasn't just joint pain like i was super fatigued all the time and so i just felt worn out um but yeah my hands were hurting hella bad and then when my hands were hurting my wrists would hurt and then sometimes my knees would hurt my hips would hurt and it was just fucking draining <laughs> like um you know we we talk about all kinds of life shit and what we go through mentally but i'm like pretty lucky in the sense that mentally i'm usually pretty strong but like yeah. when i'm not feeling good physically it just absolutely drains me mentally and uh so anyway i'm terrible at telling stories this is why i hate doing podcasts because i'm <laughs> not good at like telling a story from start to finish and i bounce all over the place hey man uh it's cool okay i'm with you it's been it's been a good ride so far all right all right um so i got i probably did like 60 or 70 blood tests last year yeah like i was just trying to figure out what the fuck was going on and most doctors were telling me everything was fine so like after a while i'm like am i just fucking losing it like you know i'm in my 30s a lot of my other friends in their 30s are like oh my back hurts all the time my body hurts all the time so i was like wondering like am i just is this normal and i'm just being a bitch about it and so I, you know i struggled with that a bit but i had some like kind of scary blood test results with uh my white blood cells were pretty low and so i fucking scare myself with WebMD. <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> digging into it trying to figure out what it could be potentially and then i had to i had like my spleen scanned and that was enlarged and so they're kind of questioning some autoimmune stuff or like they thought maybe i could have some type of blood cancer so i had a bone marrow biopsy which i fucking <laughs> i like posted it on my story at the hospital and i don't remember like i was loopy as fuck and yeah I, I regretted it so much the next day because i had so many messages like people worried about me and i'm like fuck yeah I'm not dying yeah you know I, it was scary but yeah i just I don't know, felt felt weird about that but i don't know i've been kind of wanting to explain this stuff just because i fell off so hard for the last couple of years and just like we get so much support for drifting, like so many people support us and sponsors and shit, and I just haven't haven't delivered on my end, and I feel bad, even though people probably don't care. It's just I don't know. It's hard to not feel bad about it. But anyway, uh, what else? So. Back in like October, um, something like that, I I had seen a rheumatologist, and he looked at my hands and because yeah, he had like joint pain, kind of 
consistently for a while at that point. Yeah, there was a bit a period of time where I was taking ibuprofen twice a day. I like had to, or I was fucked. I like couldn't do anything. Yeah. Also, my uh, my job sold to a new owner, so things kind of changed a little bit. So that was some added stress for a little bit, even though it, it worked out and my new boss is sick. But um, we switched to working four tens. So, like after work, I was dead. So these days, like the weekend is so precious to me it's three days but yeah i can't get shit done during the week it's, yeah by the yeah, time i'm home it's like it's been dark outside it's like yeah and it, i mean anybody doing four tens is rough but if you're like also not feeling well like physically it's yeah it's yeah growing. and trying to cook dinner and try to work out yeah there was a long period where i couldn't even work out which probably just fucked me up even more um but yeah so the rheumatologist was like oh i don't see anything from a rheumatology standpoint like i think you're you know you don't have rheumatoid arthritis i'm just like and rheumatologist is what kind of doctor uh they work on like arthritic and rheumatic diseases like autoimmune stuff Mm. um and I've been seeing a hematologist, which is a blood specialist. Um, I talked to a naturopath, and she was kind of like, I've had a lot of shitty experiences with doctors. I'm sure most people have. Yeah. Our healthcare system is bullshit. It's kind of like, take this medication, make you feel better, and that's it. But nobody wants to get to the root cause. And the, uh, the naturopath, she was like the only person that, was looking at my blood test results and like, hmm, that's weird. Your your cholesterol is really low for some reason. She said that normally, you know, at first glance would sound like a good thing, but it's kind of weird. And there was a bunch of weird. My thyroid levels were weird. All kinds of weird shit that could be so many different things. So I'm, I was just constantly researching trying to figure out things it could be and scaring myself yeah and so yeah eventually i was just sick of it and i'm like all right i I need to start trying something change things up change up my diet like i had i've been eating somewhat healthy for a while like one day i was actually travis regona told me one time he was like dude you got to get rid of sugar It'll help with your pain. And I was like, eh, really? Yeah. I've always, I mean, as you're growing up, you just eat whatever you want and you're fine. I was like, yeah, I need to kind of try something different. Sound sounded fucking crazy to me. And it still sounds crazy to even say it out loud, but I've been hearing about carnivore diet. You know, a lot of people talk about it healing autoimmune shit and it i still don't even get it it like doesn't make sense and it sounds crazy but i was like i need to try try this and phoebe did it with me which is because you've tried like you've tried a lot of different like dietary stuff also to like work on pain stuff and yeah so during the time where i'm having all these like 
arthritic pain, I started trying all these different things. Like I experimented with fasting. I did a couple like two day fasts and that would like take my pain away, but then I would start eating and it would come back pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I started taking cold showers. I did that uh, in the middle of winter last year. I decided to start doing that and that helps. It's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially out here, your water is cold. Yeah, and then like I've been doing ice baths and just trying every single thing I could do to like take inflammation down and not be in pain all the time. All kinds of different supplements and um, let's see, where was that? So anyway, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna try eating just meat. <laughs> And dude, that that was the best I had felt in the last decade. Like we eased into it and kind of like cut carbs out slowly because you can shit yourself if you just switched <laughs> to meat only. <laughs> but uh and no had no issues with that. And yeah, like three days in, three or four days in, my pain was probably seventy five percent gone. Damn. And it was like, I like almost cried. I was like, holy shit. Like, you found it. Yeah. I was like, this is it. So many benefits too. Like, so much energy, focus, sleep was way better. Phoebe got, Phoebe got a six pack. Phoebe got really close to having a six pack. She was almost there. She's still almost there. She's still working on it. Yeah. It's one of her dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get a six pack um i'm not eating just meat anymore but i wish i could because it was that good it was that good for sure mm-hmm. i don't know if it's the best thing long term there's so much info that conflicts some people say you can do it forever yeah um so then let's see that was in november but anyway i haven't eaten uh like anything processed or really small amounts of anything processed since november yeah it's march now Mm -hmm. made a huge difference it's crazy um I remember what happened next. Oh yeah, I had so I had an appointment with the hematologist that I forgot about. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I probably there's probably some blood tests I need to go do. So I went and to get some tests done and in their system they were like, Oh, you have some orders from rheumatology also. Um and I was like, Okay, yeah, I might as well do those too. I forgot. And so then I have the appointment with hematology. He's like, things are looking okay. Your white blood cells are even back up. I'm like, oh, sick. Um, So I think everything's good. And then literally the day after, I get all the blood test results from rheumatology. And I'm like, oh, shit, this like looks like I have lupus. Just, yeah, I remember from, you called me. Yeah, and you're like, I'm looking at my blood test, and I was like, you're look, you're looking at your blood test, like. I know. I always, always do that. Don't just try to interpret your own blood tests. You should talk to your doctor. 
But dude, they shouldn't make it available to you long before you see your doctor. Yeah. It's super stressful. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I it was like pretty clear. And yeah, the rheumatologist was like, Yep, you have lupus. I'm like, oh sick. And lupus is an autoimmune disease. Yeah, that like where your immune system attacks your joints and it can attack your organs. Um it's presenting itself fairly mild in my case, which is good. But um, the thing that I noticed that other doctors didn't notice was that my kidney function had plummeted. Like within the couple months that I was eating meat, I didn't, I didn't eat only meat, by the way. I ate like I was eating some fermented foods and a few other things, avocados and some other fruit. Yeah. And that was doing really well. Um, some people are super strict about it. I don't think you need to be. Unless you got some crazy shit going on. But uh yeah, so my kidney function had plummeted. And had I known what was going on, I probably sh- wouldn't have done like an all meat diet because high protein can be really hard on your kidneys. Hmm. And so then I'm, yeah, he tells me you have lupus, you can live with it. Um, as long as it's not like attacking your organs and then we'd have to get more aggressive with the treatment. I'm like, did you see my kidney function? And he was like, Oh no. (laughs) Like those test results are right below his test, but they don't want to like look at other people's, they don't want to work. uh yeah yeah and he's he like well like, i already got to give this guy some bad news i don't want to i don't want to give him all of it at once and you're like just, just fucking tell me like i need to know yeah so he's like okay uh can you go do a year analysis right now <laughs> sure so i went straight to the lab and did that and it, it was nothing too bad like no protein in it and you know things that would show that it's really bad so the the function maybe had plummeted because I was feeling so good that I was working out way harder. I was eating really high protein and that alone can just show your kidney function down. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I had to add some other foods back in, which sucks. (laughs) Uh, But I still feel pretty good and I'm getting back to it slowly. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, I feel, I don't want to like use it as an excuse or, you know, I feel bad complaining about it because people have way worse problems. Yeah. Like I'm doing okay. But like I said, feeling like shit physically was fucking me up for a bit. Yeah. And then on top of that, like. I don't know how much I should go into that stuff because it's like it's not all my business, but yeah. Other life stuff, yeah. Friendships, friends struggling with problems that I was trying to help with. There was just a lot of a lot of stress and a lot of load on me that I didn't even really realize was there. I thought. I didn't think it was affecting me that much. And yeah. Then, 
it was. <laughs> it was fucking me up. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Michael's been open about his struggles, so I don't think he'll care that I mention it. But yeah. yeah. Michael's one of my best friends and business partners and got him a job working with me for a bit. And if we need to cut any of this shit, I can ask him if he cares. Okay. But yeah, that was rough. That's, you know, Super D. Michael is a huge part of Super D. So that's why Super D has fallen off quite a bit. Not all his fault, but. Um, it's hard to like carry on these things that take a lot of effort and be the only one that's like with any kind of drive to do new things or make shit happen. Yeah. Just to be clear, I don't make sh shit happen on my own. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so many friends help out with everything but like if i'm not saying like let's do this shit it won't really happen right with super d and heat maker stuff and, but as far as team shit like you guys have seriously held it down for the last couple of years and i appreciate it like all the i haven't posted shit on the animal style instagram and like probably over a year yeah. a couple of years so that's, yeah, that's i mean me. now i am but like it was like yeah it was me and aaron for and jason every once in a while yeah yeah but uh that's why you seen all that bmw content on the fucking animal style page <laughs> <laughs> but no it's good i mean without you guys I feel like shit would have just shriveled into nothing yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, definitely helps to have a group. So when, you know, people are, I mean, there was like two years where I like, I drove like maybe like six times. Not that I was, you know, carrying much weight on the team back then, but it's like, you know, people, people, people be going through shit. Yeah. And we're, we're adults now. Like, you're gonna have off times but that's that's what friends are for we gotta pick each other up some some will be down some will be up and we just gotta keep the balance going i guess yeah it's been good like i feel like we have we got the best group of dudes yeah you know, there's no not much drama there's <laughs> yeah. no drama in anything yeah especially anyone like anytime you're trying to like do shit like or like push or like anything there's always going to be but there's never there's never really like drama on the track or oh no like anything anything related to like car shit it's all just like you know logistics or fucking you know yeah that's whatever. the other thing like I've now been drifting like close to like 20 years or at least been like really into drifting for almost 20 years. Yeah. And like the business side of it, like is still, still feels so weird 
and new to me and it's hard to like treat it seriously i don't yeah that's why i still have a (laughs) full-time job (laughs) um but yeah i've definitely like considered trying to make yeah things in drifting more the primary source of income but it's i feel like i'd probably get burnt out on it if that was my only thing yeah i mean yeah i i struggle battle with that too i mean there's there's no way like this i there's no way i could like stop working and do this podcast like i mean maybe like with a bunch of other shit but it's like i don't know it's it's kind of like the dream to just like only worry about drifting and but like i don't think it's reality like all of us still have full-time jobs yeah nobody on the team's like you know nobody's i mean we're all all in but like yeah not to that extent yeah i don't think it's really like i don't it's hard man you gotta have like you have to have a certain personality to make it work i got you know i think you've got a taste recently of just how like i mean you've been known for a while but as more people know about you and are into your shit there's like more pressure on you to perform well and yeah i i put a ton of pressure on myself when i went to australia like i was practicing right hand drive like nonstop. i was like i was like I, I like i can't go out there and like suck and i went out there and kind of sucked but i drove better later i don't know it's just like uh i mean uh, australia drifting is more about partying anyway (laughs) (laughs) they fucking rip out there too though yeah they do good fucking drivers i was like very impressed i was i I was i wasn't just impressed i was like intimidated so i was like i I was like man i wish i like had my car like because you know you can like you can go drive somebody else's car like pretty good um but like yeah i don't know anyway yeah it i I don't i derailed you but no you're fine i i think the main thing i took away from when we went to australia was like oh damn i need to like try to hang out with the homies more while going drifting yeah because it's usually like i'm the last one to pull up (laughs) (laughs) get some runs in and it's all about the driving and then go home but like it makes it way more memorable when you like have some fun times with your friends yeah honestly like the the journeys to and from places like the the caravan the trailer caravan like when we went to canada and back i was like I don't know. Just fucking doing silly shit and so going to Japan, like, you know, you drive like two days, but you're there for like a week, you know? Just like running around Osaka with the boys, like cracking beers or, you know, whatever you get into. Just fucking cracking jokes, you know, like having a fucking silly ass time with the homies, like in other countries. It's pretty cool that we get to like do all that. How crazy is that? Like we've like drifting has been a catalyst for traveling to other parts of the world. I yeah. never would have 
thought that. Yeah, I never would have like hung out at a fucking campsite in like in Australia for a week. Yeah. <laughs> With a bunch of fucking wild the Australians have I want to see like an Australia versus New York like sarcasm shit talking <laughs> contest so bad cuz they're all Damn. so fucking good at it but like also so is New York. Yeah. And it's all like like Australia is really subtle. Like you can't tell. Like I don't know. I was like talking to Mez, and I was like, <laughs> like the difference between like a thumbs up, like a good thumbs up, and a bad thumbs up. And he's like, it's all in the face. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like oh, you know, <laughs> like good. Oh, that good job. Or I don't know. I, or yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Julian's got the makes, face down. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was talking to Jack from hit and run at at halfway hangs and he was just like i'm not gonna do his voice but it's like he's he's like (laughs) he's got the most calming voice i've ever heard in my life just like yeah man like you you're here (laughs) like did you ever think drifting would bring you here and you're like no like i didn't i didn't think that i'd be hanging out with a bunch of people i've never met for a whole week but have so much in common and like doing that trip alone was kind of wild like i've never done anything like that before and he was just like dude you came here like by yourself like and like all you have like a connection with like all these people just because of like what you do and like you like you get to you know come here and drive like you get to you know experience this whole thing all because of like this one like singularity between everyone it's it's pretty crazy it's so crazy (laughs) <laughs> yeah jack's jack's dope he's got soothing energy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if I, he did guided meditations i'd pay <laughs> um yeah i talked to him and dylan on the way home from avs because i was driving fucking like 13 hours or whatever it took 14 hours yeah because it was snowing and like the on the beach in california when you guys were driving back that was crazy. Not made for snow, dude. No. You're not a snow bunny? Nah. <laughs> 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 ah, this is the it's the first podcast without alcohol. Yeah. What were you talking to Jack and Dylan about on the way back? Or are you just saying that? Uh <laughs> just shooting the shit with them. They were pulling Jack's motor Sick. to paint his engine bay or something. Yeah. I was just like bored and tired. Yeah. Towing by yourself is pretty taxing. I think I'm going to fix this and we'll edit it. Buy that Goodest Co merch. You feel me? Yeah. And get that fucking heat maker. Turn up the fucking heat in your life. Turn up the hot. Turn up the fire flame heat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or were we? It wouldn't be a Julian pod without a burp. Yeah, dude. We can make it happen with sparkling water. <laughs> so you're saying this is the first sober pod? Yeah. Nice. Feels weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit. 
It's good though. Yeah, trying to not drink much. I'm dude, I'm trying to be healthy as fuck these days. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, really are. It's kind of impressive. Dude, I just don't I can't fucking feel like shit yeah. anymore. Like I if I'm gonna do any of these things that I wanna be doing, like I have to feel good. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of kind of what I'm on these days. I'm just trying to like optimize my life in every way as far as eating healthy and getting good sleep and all that. It's crazy how much of a difference it makes. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah, just trying to just trying to figure out life, man. I know you are too. Yeah been on a been on a big journey figured out yeah it's been shit's been weird lately just trying to figure out trying to navigate the world and kind of realizing what real friendships are and just yeah i feel like you get to a certain point where you just, I don't know, become more self-aware and want to, like, figure out how to be better yeah, in every way to the people around you and to yourself. And I'm just kind of at a point where if you're, like, around my age and you think you've figured it all, figured it all out and you don't have anything you can improve on or you're not learning about yourself anymore i i don't know if we can have a strong friendship like it's i need to have people around me who like want to do better for themselves these days yeah need it i mean there's there's always something that can be improved on right like yeah i feel like we're all going to be learning how to do better until we die I yeah. feel like you should be doing that if you just think you totally know yourself. It's not going to be a fulfilling life. Or maybe it will be to you. I don't know. Just, yeah. I mean, it depends. There's, yeah, there's always something to be improved on. It's like, at which level do you want it to, to be improved on? Like, you know, what things are you looking to improve on is it is it purely like skill of you know xyz or are you trying to be like a better person or like you know what like because there's you know everybody's like working on shit but it's like well not everybody that's the thing that's what i mean yeah not everyone's working on their shit and everyone works at a different pace i don't know trying to like trying to be more understanding of the way other people's minds work and trying to be more conscious of that. I don't know how I got on this, but Mm. this is just where my life's at at the moment. (laughs) Just trying to do better, trying to be a better friend and a better person in general. Not that I was a shitty person. It's just, uh, (laughs) 
don't know things things do change like you think yeah you think you know it all and then all of a sudden you're like oh shit (laughs) and you should be able to change your mind i mean there's definitely a point in my life where i thought i knew it all like undeniably i was i was in high school (laughs) (laughs) and you're like Oh yeah, fucking blah blah blah. You know, no one can tell me shit. I know everything. Like, don't don't come at me with like you know. But yeah, I think as you get older, if you aren't like realizing you don't know what the fuck's going on, like, it's crazy to think that like our parents were like our age when they had kids. Like, I, I don't thought know about- what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having a kid. <laughs> I yeah look at fucking homies that are having kids and I'm just like and you know you like you know you talk to them like you know they're all just they're just like they're like I hope it works out I don't know like and you're like dude I I don't want to say that I'm more uh I don't want to say that I'm more uh have my shit together more than my parents did or do but the thought of like me having a kid scares the shit out of me but like knowing my parents at the age that i'm at now i'm like what were you thinking like (laughs) yeah it's crazy how yeah and the the way they were at that age yeah the way they raised you it kind of it makes you who you are now though true that's that's what's crazy like, yeah it was probably not the best way to do it there's no like right way or best, best way. way to do it yeah. there's definitely a right way <laughs> yeah and it was especially harder back then they didn't have the internet they were just kind of winging it and yeah. learning from their parents that's yeah. another thing i've realized so much in the past few years just like having some friends that you know have kind of had an easier childhood like they grew up with parents that were able to give them a lot of the things that they thought they should have and they struggle with normal life because life was too easy growing up that's a real shit like yeah you gotta it's some fucking joe rogan preachy shit but like you have to go through hard things to be yeah. able to cope with normal Our, life. Yeah. Or if you're even normal life. Yeah. Or if you're trying to like push and do like, you know, strenuous, difficult things, like if you if you were born in it, if you're born in the difficulty. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. Everyone has their own shit and fucking yeah, it's all relative to everyone's situation. Yeah. But, you know, like people out in the jungle, they don't have anxiety. They're just living their life and that's it. They need to hunt and yeah, I don't think they have a choice. They can't just Exactly. Be like, <laughs> I'm scared of baboons like or which jungle? Whatever. Are there baboons in the jungle? I think so. Probably some jungle. Some jungle. Sick. <laughs> I'm Man, smart. This big brain conversation. 
I don't know how we're on this shit. I, uh, uh, good. We're talking about less drifting than usual. Maybe people are interested in this. I don't know. I think so. What else? Is well, you cool? haven't been doing much drifting, so we can just talk about fucking baboons and jungles and people in jungles without anxiety. But you're right. I mean, it, anxiety comes from well. actually don't know i don't really know how anxiety is created but i think it's like it's like unstable environments so like maybe people in the jungle do have a little bit of anxiety but they don't have yeah. time to blame it on and blame not you know being able to hunt on anxiety but yeah i mean these days it's for sure worse like people yeah. are super anxious yeah with like the social media era where everyone just feels extra pressure and everyone's addicted to dopamine and oh yeah fucking the first thing i do when i wake up in the morning is find myself like if i delete instagram the day before and i wake up in the morning i'll catch myself like trying to find the app when i wake up and you're like dude are you fucking serious like yeah i mean to be honest this is like the only way i get to have a conversation with you (laughs) without you pulling out your phone every two seconds and getting distracted fuck yeah no I'll, you're bad dude. i'll admit it yeah, yeah, i'll admit it i i've gotten to the point where i'll delete instagram like three or four times a day and reinstall it and the the that's a lot the time in which it i reinstall it is getting shorter and i think that i need to like completely remove myself from instagram for like a month or something or maybe more because I, I did the same thing with Facebook. I was like super addicted to Facebook and I just, I just left and there was like times where I'd go back on and you know, you'd like get that. Like you would, it's crazy. Like you leave Facebook for like two months and then you come back and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I don't even want to see this. Like it's all just like random people's opinions. And like the last post that I have on Facebook is from like 2017 or something. And it was like, it's so edgy it's like i'm leaving this fucking app because it was like i don't know i was like fucking how i was probably like 25 uh it's like i'm leader maybe a little older 27 i was like i'm leaving this app it's just opinions and no one opinions really fucking matters on this fucking place like talk to people in real life like i'm out and (laughs) (laughs) and when i I, when i was selling the the 2.5 rs i had to like i made a uh market i'm reactivated my account to like put it on marketplace and i read that and i was just like oh my god dude like <laughs> it's so it's so fucking cringy dude i but i might have to i might have to do the same thing with instagram and just and just like because it's yeah it's fucking crazy i cringe at literally everything i've ever posted <laughs> i just like hate everything i've ever said <laughs> um yeah the internet's such a double-edged sword yeah like it's been it's such a good tool like that i only got on instagram for drifting stuff i told you to get on instagram i I remember it yeah i was like yo you gotta check this out you gotta get on this it was when you lived in fucking petaluma still Mm. i came over i was like dude check this out all the all the drift people are on here check it out check it out and i'm like 
you made one and had like 5,000 followers in like the first like day. And I was no. like, this is so not true. It was like a lot. I don't know. I had like 200 or something. Cause it was just like brand new. And he had like a gang of fucking followers like immediately. And I was just like, Oh, sick. But yeah, the internet, like it's such, it's been such a good tool, like for, for drifting stuff, not only to like, meet so many people from around the world that are also yeah. into it but like you know when we started to have sponsors and shit, like yeah. how are you going to promote sponsors these days without social, social media? media i know that's everything hard. is how awesome. am i supposed to promote the podcast without social media yeah like i look at there's all these other like drifting podcasts that like just you know or but they're like pumping out clips and like they're doing really well and it's like i like i'm comparing myself to that at the same time, like that Australia trip came from a random DM from Zach at, you know, Street Carnage. He's like, come drive my car halfway hangs. I was like, bet I'll be there. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm looking at flights right now. He's like, no fucking way. So it's like, you know, I think it's that like, you never know what you're going to get in your messages thing that like gives you that like dopamine hit and that like you're like searching for it, you know? yeah yeah it's crazy it's you have to like you gotta like balance balance your ego with it too because it's like you, when you start to like get a bunch of followers you're like oh cool even if you don't admit it like it yeah it's all contributing to those hits of dopamine yeah and now it's like again like like the pressure of it the more people know you the more people are seeing your stuff the more like pressure you feel to keep do cool shit on there yeah i mean you see like a lot of these pages where they just like they just repeat the formula because it's like it worked and then they like keep making the same reel pretty much over and over again it's like (laughs) i try to not like focus on the things that i don't like these days because i realize i've done that a lot and i can have like kind of a strong opinion on shit really there's so much annoying <laughs> shit out there <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i try not to put as much energy into the <laughs> negative things and focus more on just honing in on the things that i like and yeah. trying to like lead by example yeah I'm definitely going to clip that and put it on the internet. That's all right, dude. Let's, it, talk, let's talk about shit. some annoying shit and drifting. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't even need alcohol. Let's go. Um. Okay, you know what I hate? <laughs> <laughs> what do you hate, dude? So I always like... I think I always compare drifting to skateboarding. And maybe I've said this exactly on mm. your podcast before, but like... um, You know, like on the internet... You can be a total fucking poser in drifting. Like, you can make it look like you're hella good. Just, like, post photos of you drifting. Yeah. You can't do that as a skater. No. You can't get away with it. You have to post clips of you actually landing the trick. Yeah. Like, you can't can't chong the straight on a skateboard. Dude, there's so many drift people that will, like, post them backing it into a corner, and then they, like, park it and cut the clip and they're like hashtag reverse entry like dude ooh, yeah it's like yeah 
that's like rolling up to a stair set and you kickflip down it and you like land with one foot on the board or like yeah. you don't land it and you cut the clip early. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, drifting subjective and different styles and but like you didn't fucking land it. <laughs> don't post it. <laughs> and then a bunch of people are commenting like, oh bro, that was so sick, dude. Oh, so sideways. Like they didn't even do it. <laughs> yeah, I think right? I is think they're I think they're rever- no, I'm, I don't know. I'm is that you. a weird opinion? Like, no, you're no that shit is fucking lame. <laughs> like actually do it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the I think the backwards entry thing. I think there needs to be like a like information. Like I wanted to make like an informational video on like what a backwards entry is. Like someone fucking make it that knows what they're talking about, please. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't have time. Let's start editing another video that I won't finish for fucking five years. There you go. Yeah. I literally have like probably like six or seven videos that are halfway edited, even older than the BMI video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just like yeah i lose steam sometimes and i'm like not very organized no me either just doing these podcasts is like hard yeah i imagine there's like there's a lot of well you're good with like electronics and this kind of equipment but there's a lot of shit involved yeah even just this shitty production i mean the shit like benson showed me that he got and like all their latest stuff like yeah, no. they do a lot more like editing and stuff on yeah. theirs. Yours is pretty raw. Yeah. Which I think people appreciate. Yeah, we raw out here, bro. But I'm going to spend some money and make the video better so that I can chop up clips and put them on social media because that's what you have to do to appease the fucking. Dude, I'll even chop up some clips for you with all the spare time I have. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. I can't wait to get them in four years. <laughs> uh i get it though that's fair i get it i'm just gonna let it like do its thing i don't think it's gonna stop recording i hope yeah i mean the camera's still recording right no it's it's on the computer yeah oh it is yeah it's just screensaver i don't know i don't know why it keeps fucking doing that fix it (sighs) what do you want me to talk about while you hey there deviants are you wondering what I got on? Because you're creeping on my fucking vibe? Are you looking for the heatest hot flame fire fucking flame you've ever seen in your goddamn life? Are you trying to walk through the mall and have the dude that works at Zoomies chase you down to ask you where you got your hoodie from? Man, you need some heat maker gear, man. You don't just need to buy knuckles. I mean, get those too. I'll buy 10 pairs, but like sweatshirts, hats, they got the animal style hoodies. The original logo on the on the goodest blanks, the super nice blanks I use. Adam LZ is gonna definitely order a new one. You know, he's wears his on the channel. Name drop. <laughs> um, anyway, you want the coolest shit in the game? You know where to get it. Heatmaker.com or something. I don't even know the website. Just look look it up on Instagram or whatever. It's link in the description. There we go. That's what I'm supposed to say. There's no discount code. Get it while it's hot. Get it, heat maker. Fucking get your shit. 
look good, tell your annoying Gen Z cousin when he asks where you got your fucking drip from that it's sold out. Tell him fucking I sent you somehow. I don't know how you do that, but whatever. Anyway, there you go, Julian. How's that ad? Did I kill it? <laughs> oh, God. We fucking gooch. Oh. Uh. <laughs> like in between fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, that's yours. <laughs> Sick. Give me the one with the. Give me the one with the glitter on it. I love having a nice fruit. Let me talk about what I don't like in drifting. Yeah. Don't fucking fake your driving. Don't fake your driving. You heard it here from Julian. If you have to cut the backy because you because sh- you didn't make it, don't post it. I'm probably like... I don't think anyone listening to this would, want, would do that. I'm probably like overly... Critical? critical of my own driving like even when it's a run that's good i'll still be like picking apart things that could have been better but i feel like if you don't do that you'll get stagnant like you won't continue pushing your driving if you think it's the shit i definitely said that before on here yep i'm gonna say it every time yeah always think you suck (laughs) my number one clip is that the number one clip? Yeah, well, I'll only put out like four. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet with like probably like a hundred clips that I want to make, and I'm just like too lazy to like edit them. I'm not lazy. I'm just I don't have, I don't know. My my job. Don't say is, you don't have time. I do have time. It's just where like where do I spend it? You know. So like. No, I get it. My my job is on the computer, so like when I get home, the last thing I want to do is like sit there and like edit but you know i'll sit on fucking instagram for that's exactly yeah that's what i was gonna say the only reason i said that is because i've been even noticing lately how much fucking time i waste yeah on the internet and like i used to be actually doing productive stuff on the internet like back when we used to post all the time and it would actually like contribute to the growth of the team and shit like yeah now I'm just scrolling through bullshit. Yeah. Like your fucking workout chicks, dude. <sighs> Instagram explore page is dangerous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just like cats and steaks and butt cheeks. <laughs> and incomplete and they know, backies. They know what you like. No, I don't see any fucking incomplete backies in my explore page. I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, if you do an incomplete backy, there's nothing wrong with that. I do it all the time. Yeah. But just, you know, say it. Like, oh, this could have been better. <laughs> I posted I mean, one and I was like, ran out of speed. And then like a lot of people were like, this is fire. And I was like, I didn't make it. Oh, my God. This is going to be hard to eat. Yeah. I mean, I guess. A part of it is those people that go, this is fire. They don't really know what they're looking at, but that, I mean, it's not their fault because it still excites them. But yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. But I think it's 
the people that do continue to post stuff like that, they feed off of those comments. They're like, oh, maybe that was really sick. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're all just looking for validation at the end of the day. Not mm-hmm. all of us, but I mean, it is like humans. Everyone is to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah. Like how much are you living off of that? And that's like something that I've been trying to figure out is how do I, how do I have like a healthy level of validation? How do I like, how do I, how do I have like, fuck, what am I trying to say? I don't know, man. Like you end up thinking about like, you know, am I, am I, you know, I I feel like there's, I feel like there's like, it is somewhat common for people to get addicted to like what the reaction is going to be on the internet of what they're doing instead of just doing the thing that they're doing. And I've, I've kind of gotten to the point where like people send me clips and media and shit from events. I'm like, I just like never even get around to posting them because it's like either I like don't feel like the driving was good enough or I just don't, I'm, I, I've gotten to the point where like, I'm more worried about the next event and driving and getting better than I am how people like, see my clips but i mean like i mean if you get like a fire one you're like okay like yeah but yeah it's it's all about but balance like you have to post some of the clips yeah you know yeah I, mean, I guess you don't have to yeah it's all like it just depends on what level you're trying to do it and if you give a shit if other people see it or not but you know like at this point part of the pressure i think for us is like I probably never admitted that we have any like influence on drifting just until recently. Like it's the amount of messages we get and people that come up to you and are like, you know, I started drifting because of you or I'm building this because of you. It's like, it's crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just about keeping that balance of not letting it just, yeah, I don't know, letting that fuel you in the right way. In the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The messages I get about the podcast definitely fuel like me being motivated to put episodes out. And it's like, it might just be like one dude who's like, hey, like I got, a, I got a YouTube comment. Yeah. You showed the other day. It was, was just like, was dude's sick. going through a hard time and like loves the podcast and it's like helping him like, get back into and i get messages like that every once in a while and it's like that that's more motivating than anything because it's like having an impact on the community and individuals who are like like need you know like you're you're making people's lives better you know which is you know i yeah i mean that that should be like that's a good dopamine hit i think yeah (laughs) In the right dosage. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't let that get to your head. You're like, I'm yeah. out here saving people, you know? It's like, but it's nice to hear, you know? Like, it's nice to know that you're... And, like, with the drive, like, the, like when you have those interactions, it's like, hey, you, like, you got me into drifting. Drifting's, like, does all, you know, gives me purpose. Like, that's fucking huge. Well, yeah, and it's also, like, if you think about the people that inspired you, you know, I wish I could tell Nauki that. You know what I mean? Like, without the old burst 
videos and stuff like there would be no animal style mm -hmm. so it's like yeah those the people who inspired us are so important so it's crazy to think that we're able to inspire people but if you think about it that way there's people just getting into it and if they see us and it inspires them that's fucking sick like i'm honored to be able to do that but that yeah and that adds to the pressure of wanting to do better and post clips of the best driving i can yeah do. Like, that's the biggest thing is like and back. still picking it apart and saying what i can improve on yeah yeah just i don't know i, I keep going back to it but it's like a lead by example thing that's like yeah what, like what do you you know you can only you can only do so much you can't really like guide everyone you know but like if you change someone's perspective on driving or what can be done or like how things can be done that's another thing about not focusing on the negative stuff that i've realized more in recent years like focusing on the negative and pointing out the bad shit it doesn't do anything like people don't respond to that well you know what I mean? They maybe used to back in the day, back in the forum days, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. had to go hard on people. Yeah. And it was helpful, I guess. It's not these days. The culture is different. Like, you have to just, people are going to go against what you tell them to do, you know? So if they're doing some shit you don't like and you tell them, they're just going to be like, oh, well, fuck that guy, you know? Mm. Right. So yeah, you just gotta. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Do I? I don't know. Yeah. It's constantly questioning everything myself forever. Like, I have these ideas, but do they make sense? I don't fucking know. It's at the end of the day, we're just drifting. It's like, yeah. We're doing a silly thing with fucking old cars and it's crazy how big drifting has become and how different it is in different regions that's something i've been thinking a lot about lately too like yeah even within the united states i think people from outside the u.s don't realize how big it is and how different drifting is like yeah from here to you know the midwest or yeah. uh the east coast like the attitude like just the the outlook on drifting the way people think about it is even way different yeah and there's uh, obviously there's a bunch of overlap within all of it because it all stems from the same shit but it's pretty interesting yeah With that being said Maybe I'm biased, but I feel like NorCal has a sick drift community. Yeah. Like, people are very, like, and it hasn't always been this way with everyone. You know, there's been beefs. Like, there is everywhere. But I feel like, <laughs> for the most part, people are really respectful. And, uh, like, people are willing to willing to give props where they're due you know from all different lanes of the sport 
it's just cool i don't it's not like that everywhere yeah i think the community itself is i don't know the more the more people that i'm meeting like as i go other places or like i I think that there's like a lot of like I think there's like a lot of like-minded people who just love fucking drifting and like that's what it's about and that's the majority and I think there's just like I don't know again like you go back to the fucking internet's weird like there's there's just there are people in like certain certain locations that like and that's not to shit on anyone because I think every uh, region kind of has their own strengths. Yeah, and weaknesses. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Should I say examples? Is that too that too controversial? <laughs> I don't fucking care. Yeah. Honestly. All right. Uh, like, I don't know. Something I've noticed now that Aaron's been on the team, like he's mentioned that uh, it it kind of seems like since he's been on Animal Style, he doesn't really get much credit for being the sick driver that he is up there it's almost like people think of him as competition rather than mm. you know maybe that's just from an outside perspective but just from talking with aaron it kind of seems like that even people within you know the kind of japan style driving i mean he definitely gets his props i think but it's hard yeah. to yeah i don't know i i feel like I feel like um, anyone that's kind of like doing the sort of driving that we're into, like, you know, there's people all over the world that are kind of trying to carry on the like modern Japan drift style. Mm -hmm. It's not fucking Kansai style. (laughs) It's Japan style, like the high front, low rear, like kind of getting taller, fat tires going really fast that's japan style it's not kansai style yeah i mean there's yeah there's like that's another thing i hate (laughs) i mean kansai has a style but like yeah people just think every japan car is kansai style anyway where was i uh ripping it it apart no i'm not i'm not going hard okay i don't think no not really um, but yeah, I think of like anyone kind of in that space is like, we're all on the same team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think of like other drifting teams as competition to animal style. I think like we're all, we're all in this shit together. Yeah. Unless it's like in a comp specifically and we're battling against each other, then it's a battle. Yeah. You know? But even like we never, we never take teams in seriously. No, <laughs> I don't take any competition seriously. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. you. Fuck you and your no third gear beat me at fucking Medford. There was definitely a point in time where I used to like get nervous in competition. Yeah. I mean, I, I still do a little bit. But. I don't know. I guess just. Maybe it's because I've like sucked in competition so many times and like taken myself out or yeah. fucked up and been disappointed. Now I just like expect that and I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. Maybe that's what it is. Hmm. That's the mindset that I go into comps with now. And it seems to work out a lot better because if your car breaks or you fucking dive in on somebody or you blow off the track or whatever, like it's like, oh, well, 
At least I got to at least I got to do one round. Yeah. Like Sam beat me and I was like, fucker. But like I wasn't But you were okay with it because he also beat me. I was okay with it. I was okay with it because I he was on my shit. He was he was ripping that day. He was on fire. Ah, there's only sick. there's only a couple people out there that I get salty that I, if I lose to him, you know. I'm not gonna name any names, but Austin. <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah. I don't think you should get salty. I'm gonna fucking get his ass, dude. Uh, Austin is a fucking insane driver. There's no reason to be salty. I'm gonna get his ass. He's one of those guys that just like, I don't know. He pushes really hard all the time. It's it's uh, three events in other people's cars too. Like he doesn't really give a fuck, but he doesn't like doesn't seem like he messes other people's cars up. Some people just have fucking raw drifting talent. Yeah, I wouldn't have to work way harder at it. Yeah. Whatever, dude. You're driving really sick lately. Thanks, dude. Been I've been working really hard at it. Yeah, it shows. Love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for me. There was a couple times at Grange when you were like up in my shit and i was like ah every time palmer gets this close to me he fucking smashes me so i was trying to go super fast but you never i don't think you ever hit me Mm -mm. your chase game is leveled up yeah i was i was hit your wheel i learned not to do that because i i i definitely like blew up like four or five front wheels and i was like okay no more (laughs) no more front wheel to rear wheel i don't care about getting hit my shoulder has just been jacked yeah um from drifting actually not something else <laughs> yeah i've had a couple incidents where it feels like my shoulder is like about to pop out of the socket i need to push this heater away it's cooking my legs uh, uh yeah yep take care of your body people you only get one it's true you only get one body for now until they, you know, download our consciousness and the robots and shit. Could be cool. Yeah, maybe. Then you it's pretty just, scary. Then you just drift forever. You're like a cyborg with your own consciousness. We were down at the, the farm hanging out with the Luma boys the other night. And uh, we were playing with chat GPT. Yeah. That shit is crazy, dude. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. This is the third conversation I've had about it this week. Oh, really? Yeah. On the podcast? Nope. Oh. Just in real life. Uh, what did I say? They were like, think of anything. Tell it to tell you a story about something. And I was like, what did I say? Tell me a story about a gorilla that could talk or something. And it, dude, it was like, a children's book about a gorilla that could talk. I was like, this, this is crazy. Yeah. My friend is like using it to do like a lot of his shit for his job now. <laughs> He's just like, give me like build this out like here. And then he'll like go through and find all the weird shit, but like saves him like a gang of time. We're not going to know what's real pretty soon. I feel like that's coming up pretty quick. Yeah. 
pretty soon people are going to be able to edit in them making the backies. <laughs> I quit, dude. <laughs> Chat GPT, make it look like I didn't straighten after this baggie. Give make my car look like it's driving like cars from Mahon. Hmm. Um, at that point, nothing's gonna like people are gonna want real experiences because like video is not gonna mean anything anymore because it, it can all be faked. So like, what's the point? I know. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> AI. What are, you, what are you What are you happy about in drifting? Like, what are you like? What's like? What? I'm happy about way more in drifting than I am mad about things in drifting. Just Just for the record. That's good. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's sick to see what it's turned into. Yeah. It's like, when we started, it was, nobody knew what it was. Yeah. And now you could literally go anywhere in the world. Yeah. And go experience it. Yeah. And like, the majority of people know what it is at this point. Yeah. Even if they're like, oh, you mean like Tokyo Drift? Yeah. Or Ken Block or whatever. But at least like, at least they like get the concept. RPKB. Yeah. Yeah, your post about how you didn't realize like how much the Ken Block stuff like affected your like early days. Like I, I thought about that. And I was like, yeah, like because. Yeah, because he wasn't, like, someone that I thought about often, you know? Obviously, like, he does amazing shit, and the Gymkhana videos were super, like, legendary. But, uh, yeah, when I thought back about it, like, I had that that first Gymkhana video. I played it so many times. Like, he was, like, putting that Subaru into the wall on that little, on that corner and smashing it up and, like, it was gnarly. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, the same shit that got me hyped on Team Burst. Just like, yeah. it looks like he's having so much fun and not giving a fuck about the car. Yeah. It was super inspiring. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Crazy how many people we know that were like friends with him too. And yeah how good of a guy he seemed to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Time is limited. Yeah, it is. You never know what the fuck is going to happen. No. You got to get it while you can a little bit. Like, I I think about that a lot. Like, all the stuff that we're doing, like, I'm definitely pushing a lot more than I used to because it's like, you never you never know when when gas powered cars are going to be banned and everyone's going to have to switch to electric like would i even want to drift anymore i 
I don't think so. I think I want to move to a different country. Damn. I don't want to drive an electric trip car. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, part of the fun is the engine sound. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> another thing <laughs> fucking drives me crazy. VQs? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they sound like shit, but <laughs> sorry, guy. Like all the the screen grabs of Naoki's conversation about his favorite engine and how he said V8s are his favorite, and all these people are like, "See, but your SR boy is crying right now." He doesn't mean that his favorite engine is like a stock LS. It's just like. Blah. He's talking about like a super gnarly one like his D1 car where it sounds like angry and really fucking rowdy, which is sick as fuck. Mm. High revving. Yeah. Push rod V8. Yeah, because like in the same conversation, he's talking about how like there weren't any good exhaust manifolds for the Jay-Z, so he never liked the sound of a Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Like Until he heard mine. Okay. <laughs> Sick flex. No, he didn't say shit about it. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, it was just funny. Yeah. People like to grab onto that one. He said he loves V8s. Yeah, he likes like really nasty sounding V8s, not like your junkyard fucking 5.0 swap. <laughs> Nobody's oh, into that. <laughs> Are people even doing those still? I think that kind of died. I don't know. Probably. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, look. Can we add a little positivity in? <laughs> if you're driving really sick with that setup. Was that the right face for the thumbs up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> if you drive sick, I don't give a shit what engine you have. Yeah, me either. Yeah, that's all I guess. Yeah, I. But they, but they made that they made that they made that video to be clickbaity. It was yeah, like they, they, it was controversial. Now he's talking about V8s and fucking blah, 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 like. I mean, I don't really know why the truth the is though. Most people that have V8s drive boring. Damn. Why do you think that is? Um, I think just all the torque makes it easier to keep the tire spinning. Yeah, at lower just, RPM or anywhere in the power band. Laziness. Yeah, because it's you, like you don't you don't have to clutch kick. You can and you can go in slower and still be able to leave the corner with the tire spinning. Even if they're driving fast, yeah, it's still just usually, you know the. The throttle work is usually just sounds boring. Yeah, and the throttle work is how is part of how you get the car to transition fast. Like it's not all just steering input. It's like how much like grip are you allowing the car to have and how are you like getting that to load to be able to transition quickly? Yeah, and a lot of guys with Torquey V8s will just like leave it in a higher gear. Right through the whole course where in a spot they could downshift and make some more noise and make it a little more exciting, but they don't have to. 
Yeah. So they'll just leave it and smoke the tires up. It's like, well, yeah, and the car doesn't transition quickly when it's the fucking wheel speeds like 30, 40 miles an hour over how fast the car is going. And right, yeah, well, yeah, depending on how much grip the car has, and yeah, all that, but yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just the truth. Like, it's not, I don't hate on V8s at all, but most people that drive V8s tend to drive kind of boring. There's people, there's exceptions to fucking rip, yeah. There's, yeah, there's people who drive sick with V8s. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you saw Nauki in the fucking Drift Week S13, like, thrown in backies at Muscleman. Yeah, that car was pretty boring. no offense i know how much work it takes to put together car for someone to come drive so props for that but yeah it was just like hella quiet yeah you like loud cars i like loud cars even if it's a fucking ear shattering i want to be loud (laughs) so annoying hate it all the fucking clips of me chasing you at abs like you're like oh god i don't have to clutch kick in this car at all yeah with 265s with 265 yeah i just do it because it sounds cool it's more exciting and it flicks the car faster too yeah i don't have to clutch kick anymore but you do it but i do it yeah I was clutch kicking the shit out of that dead pedal in the in Zach's E36 in Australia. Sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I blew your M50. Hey, you know it happens. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in my. I keep saying I'm in my Julian era. I'm going to different countries and blowing up cars. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah, I want to go drive Jeff's S15 again. That's like the best car I've ever driven. I just posted something on Facebook about how not very many people would let you beat on their like 600 horsepower S15 for two days straight and want nothing in return. Yeah. And you blew the turbo on it like oh, yeah, 45 probably, minutes. Probably in. maybe had less than 500 horsepower that second day because it was like a random, yeah, was random a, old turbo. Yeah, it was a random whole set. Yeah. Like, like diesel turbo that someone just had at the track that car's nuts dude yeah (laughs) yeah good job jeff yeah he's down in atlanta at trip to the pond right now and i'm so jealous i want to drive mid pond that track looks so fun shout out papa stoneback have you has he not been on here we're gonna do one this week he said but we'll see if that happens now you're on the spot jeff Yeah, it's crazy. You haven't done one with him yet. Yeah. There's a lot of people I want to get on here. It's just, I suck at scheduling. And uh, my life's been really, like, sporadic lately. And it's been, like, kind of hard to, like, be like, okay, I'm going to do podcasts during, after work and whatever. Like, my life's changed a bunch. And so... Yeah, what's been going on with you, man? Talk about life. The stuff you've talked about already? Um, you filling in your your viewers on your personal life and growth? 
uh, I've like I've talked about it a little bit, but like, okay, yeah, like mid last year, literally like right after we all went to Evergreen, I I ended a seven year relationship, um, which included me having to move out and say goodbye to your dog. Yeah, that one fucking that one hurts like a lot yeah sorry to bring that up it's okay um yeah i got like a fucking instagram like memory yesterday of like him bringing me like a shirt's tucked in glove (sighs) that fucking that that cut deep but uh yeah it was just like i i had to make a change in my life and i it was like something that I fought for a long time and you know, like I hope she's like good and find somebody that's like better for her. And, you know, I'm doing the same. And, uh, but yeah, that was a big life change. Like I haven't lived on my own. So I was like, I'm, you know, I have my own place. I'm like learning what the, what it's like to like be the only person responsible for everything in a house and like make sure it's clean and make sure i fucking you know like not that i didn't clean my place like we were very like i did my own laundry and shit we were very like separate um that's so weird (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean you guys had an interesting relationship yeah i mean there was like it was that way for whatever reason but um yeah but yeah you get you get comfy and it can be hard to make a change even when you know it's probably for the best yeah i mean i like struggle with like that's what i always was talking about last year like i'm going through like i'm like dealing with shit or whatever and i didn't put anything out because i was i don't know i did a couple episodes and they were good but they i could tell that i was just like out of it you know like i wasn't like myself i wasn't i was i was like really forcing myself like uh even emceeing final bout like i would it just happened like a month or two before that and I'm like in Chicago and I should be like having a good time hanging out with everybody. But I like I wasn't really there, you know, like I I I had to like really go to a place to like find the energy to like be entertaining on the mic. And I did a good job and I took it seriously. But like. I don't know. Yeah. And with that came like some struggles at work and, you know, like I've spent a lot of the last like three years trying to get to a better like mental place where I'm yeah I don't know I I I deal with you know struggles and shit just like anybody else and uh it's been it's been like kind of a long journey and it's not over it's definitely not over but never over yeah drifting's definitely been the escape and that's like where I've put a lot of my energy because it's like you know, I can go to the shop and like turn my brain off or like, you know, you know, while you're drifting, you're not thinking about life or, you know, where you're going to be in a year, you know, what what life looks like. And. uh I've used it as a distraction and like with that has come like a lot of progress in it. Which is a good thing, like at least I had that, you know. At least you have like like the people who don't like I can see why people get into drugs or whatever if they need like an escape 
a distraction yeah you know? and like not just drug, you know like like in like a damaging sense you know yeah drifting is a pretty good drug it's pretty expensive <laughs> yeah but it gets you high yeah <laughs> it does but then you crash yeah like any other thing but yeah yeah are you talking about like physically crash or like mentally crash both yeah okay but yeah i mean imagine how many people drifting is that for you know an escape from the normal bullshit of life that drags you down i think yeah i mean you have to be a little off to find to like want to do it right like i've always said if you're gonna go like try drifting like you're already breaking laws you know you're you're already like kind of doing some outlaw shit you know not not really like on a major scale but you know i guess not everyone like goes to the track for the first i mean you kind of can now but i would say like people have started early on like if you wanted to see if you were gonna try and go to an event like you're at least gonna like try and do donuts somewhere or whatever you know? and like you kind of have to be like a little unhinged to like go rip donuts like there's a lot of people in this world who are like you like even the thought of owning a manual car versus like going and like kicking the clutch to see what happens mm-hmm. or like pulling the e-brake on the freeway or whatever. <laughs> don't, don't have me with my new civic. <laughs> it's, been, it's been raining. Uh, it's not, it's not, it's a 2000, it's a 2000 civic. I'm not balling out here, but I've been acquiring some vehicles. Um, anyway, whatever. So like, yeah, I've, I found like a lot of I put a lot of effort into like trying to be a better person like Julian was talking about earlier and like you were talking about earlier like how do you yeah how, how how am I perceived like am I living for other people am I living for myself like what is the line like do you you know like what's the line of like selfishness and like setting boundaries and taking care of yourself you know like you know too far one way like yeah you're being a selfish piece of shit but like too far the other way like you're living for other people and that's not not a good place to be so like finding that balance finding the balance of like work and like what do you know where do i want to spend my time who do i want to spend my time with you know shit like that a lot of a lot of introspection and I do, you know, maybe in the last like couple months feel like I'm on the other end of like where I was at. Like, I don't know. I I like Googled existential crisis. I was like, what is a fucking existential crisis? And I Googled it and it was like, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I'm having one of those for sure. Like last year, like I was, I was, at, I was staying at Jason's house for a minute and that was cool. Like when I was, you know, kind of like out trying to like figure out what I was going to do next. I like stay with Jason. I stay with Aaron, stay with my, my boy, Kyle and Tahoe. Like I, I just, I've, it was you not, came, I, you came here a bit, but not for long. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was bouncing, bouncing around, around like, and it was nice to like every place that I left, people were like, you can stay longer. Like, you know, like, I mean, yeah. When you dude, when you're going through a breakup, like there's, nothing more you'd want to do than not be in the house where you're yeah dealing with that and just be around other people yeah i totally i miss my fucking dog though 
Miss my fucking dog. And I will get one. Yeah. Mark you my should. words. I'm going to. I just that was that was a decision I had like in the last like couple weeks. I was like, I can't do it anymore. I I need one. Like I, I had the realization I'm like not gonna get to see him again. So there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why, and I understand, and it's like it's not her fault. It's mine, but it does suck. Yeah. Unfortunately, like having the dog tie you guys together in any way is just you can't fucking do that. When you yeah. break up, you gotta break up. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, but you just gotta you gotta move on. I didn't I didn't realize like I didn't realize, like, cause I never, I never had pets. Like, I always wanted a dog when I was a kid. My parents, like, fuck no. But um, I did like Julian's always been a fucking like animal person, and I like I you I've always wondered like, yo, I like I get it, but also like I don't really get it. And then like once I once Bodie was in my life, I was like, oh, like I understand like why people are the way they are with their pets. Like I fucking I was all in. Like, you know what I mean? So. It is what it is. You'll feel the same way about your next dog. Yeah. So you you should get one sooner than later. <laughs> yeah. I just got to figure out like the living situation, all that being alone and having a dog and trying to drift and travel and mm-hmm. adding another layer layer of complexity to life. Like, yep. That's the thing, man. Like it's hard. It's hard enough to do this stuff without all the other like complications in life and like that's i mean that's why the z has been to all the events and the fucking <laughs> yeah i mean the amount of uh times i get asked how's the s13 fuck man it's a lot <laughs> yeah and you if know. you had a dollar for every time you got asked you'd be able to buy another i would one. have a few hundred dollars probably yeah <laughs> I think I'd probably have a few hundred dollars. Um, yeah, but I'm really fucking glad I got this car. Yeah. I actually love driving this car. It drives really good. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's not as cool. Yeah. And when I drive with you guys, it's just, you know, even with the nitrous, it's not enough. It needs I more. mean, I personally fucking love it because I get to just, I get to fucking bully you and it's, the most amazing feeling because like i don't know what the first fucking nine years of being on the, i'm i'm coming up on yeah 20 2013 was when i got on the team so 10 years it's crazy damn uh for the for most of it it was just fucking julian like dooring me every time we drove i don't think i'm gonna be ditching you that crazy in my s13 now dude you're fast yeah the car is a lot faster too than it ever has been. Yeah. Yeah, your car rips. Yeah. I got an E36. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's back there somewhere. Uh, and another Z. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to be this might be the last uh pod at the Animal Castle. Ooh, fucking 
dropping the ball bomb bomb, bomb drop sick good words <laughs> are you sure this is the first sober one <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know how much longer we're gonna live here yeah you got a lot of shit going on yeah so i bought another car <laughs> <laughs> We're over here worrying, like, what the fuck are we going to do if we have to move out of here? We have so many cars and we need so much space. Buy his oh, car. Oh, a good deal on a Z. <laughs> no, I was actually looking for doors and fenders and a front bumper to replace on this thing. And this dude on Marketplace was parting out a Z. I was like, how much for this and this and this? And then he gave me a price. I was like, what's up with the motor? Because I've kind of been thinking it would be a good idea to have a spare DQ. Yeah. Just because. It's been ticking like with the gnarliest sound since I got it. Yeah, even that's totally fine. Yeah, that's why. That's why when you told me you're adding nitrous, like the day before we left, I'm just like, that's the most Julian shit ever. Like, it does not get more Julian than that. Like, motor sounds fucking garbage. Like, let's add nitrous. And you're like, I need to keep up with Nagi's fucking V8 in there. <laughs> so dumb uh so anyways i'm happy you did it because the fucking video that came from it is one of the fucking best things that's ever come from yeah anything 100 it was so worth shout it. out fucking shane that shit is so funny shout out matt field he actually gave me some good tips on the nitrous and yeah he, he was like dude do it he's like you will not regret it and he was like giving me I, yeah i sent him the kit and was like what do you think and he's like oh yeah it looks like it has most of the shit do it, make sure you do a wet shot this and that and so yeah he pushed me to do it um <laughs> but yeah so this dude on marketplace he's got the z how much for the fenders doors bumper like what's up with the motor like uh haven't it hasn't started in like four years uh I'm like what why he's like oh, i pulled it out of my g35 and threw it in this car i was going to build a drift car and just never ever got around to it like, okay he's like you want to just take the whole car like uh no it's like 1300 like does it have a trans six speed yep i'll come get it right now damn so i hooked up the trailer so and drove out to napa and now i have a deals full parts car with a potentially good motor rev up de sick rev up do those sound better no <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so you might be moving. Shit's changing rapidly. Yeah, there's so much, so many things going on at once. It's so hard to like stay on top of Super D. Super D fell off so hard. It's it sucks. I mean, it's not gone. I'm trying like I'm not done by any means. Like I feel like I've only just started as much shit as it seems like we've done there's so much more i want to do yeah um, but yeah just things have kind of slowed down for a bit but um coming back it's the plan i want to have all these cars working like i want to do more than i've ever done yeah, it's just a matter of getting the 
motivation up and having the discipline to stay on it. So I'm working on it. Yeah, I mean, you're you've been like, I don't know, you sprinted at drifting for 15 years, and then the last like couple, you're still driving like often. But it's like, I wouldn't say often. Well, yeah, there's definitely a point where it was not very often. The least I'd ever seen you drive since I met you, which because you had to borrow cars and. I mean, that's I've done that the whole time I've been (laughs) drifting. Like I've been really fortunate to have friends that would loan me their cars and loan me their trailers. and Like I've done this very jank and very budget like forever i always have yeah yeah everyone says they're broke i feel like we've talked about this before too but yeah everyone says they're broke everyone's idea of what broke is is different is different yeah but like and it's like yeah i could get a better job go to school nope i'm not gonna do that it's never been my thing but you know that's why i have things on the side like i'm i also feel so bad for like everyone that hypes up heat maker so much it's such like there's so much fucking potential yeah for it to be such a good thing and so many people all over like hype it up and they'll like rock the logo in their livery without even like me giving them anything it's so fucking cool like yeah it blows my mind yeah i appreciate it so much all you people out there i'm trying to i don't know that's a good trying to deliver trying to make it up to you guys because that yeah i mean that helps to keep drifting yeah and it's weird like initially when you first start selling merch i think the culture's changed a bit but like back then it was like you feel really weird about promoting shit that you're selling but like it feels weird it does yeah but if there's a demand for it and people want to support you give them give it to them yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah but yeah I've, that's something i've always like struggled with is trying to stay on top of putting things out there for people but also not shove it down their throat i think you do a decent job of it yeah but i probably am too self-conscious about it so i don't do as well as i could because of that (laughs) but that's fine i'd rather have that than to be too pushy but yeah that's a whole other thing Keeps it cool. Yeah, I think it does. These days, people like respect people. People are looking for what's the word? Some it's like genuine. Starts with an A. Whatever <laughs> words. Uh, authenticity. Ah, people are looking for authenticity. Because it's like, I mean, for sure. Yeah. And you got to like, if you're going to put stuff out there, take some pride in it. And yeah, if you're authentic and, you know, 
I don't know. It's just like anything. Like people can smell if you're doing things for just for money or whatever. Like make your shit worth the hype. Yeah. Products, your driving, everything. Yeah. And the driving hypes the products. If you're really, really going for it and doing cool shit, people want to support you. Yeah. And that's that's amazing. Yeah. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't have been drifting so long. What people supporting? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like the support with the There's a lot of people who do it without any support for years and years. Yeah. Props to those people. Yeah. That's serious dedication, no matter how you do it. But yeah. It really people's supporting us and hyping us up and yeah it's buying our stuff it means fucking world to me it means the world to all of us like aaron doing like just getting you know him doing his like flash vm stuff and making merch and like it's it's a lot of effort it's not like you know we're not not all of us are good at making brands and branding and jason like doing his own thing and yeah we all kind of have our yeah are things on the side i watched uh I, I watched an american saga which is like the story of the wu-tang clan and like like rizza made it so that like they can be signed as a group but in the contract they can all have their own individual like labels like record deals so like they're like a group but they can also be like their own entity and that's how they like set it up and i was like damn that's hella cool like you know like having everybody on the team kind of like have their own thing that they do is like not only like helped each person out but it like helps the team out because it like someone might find you know flash through goodest or goodest through flash like or you know Jason, you know Jason's baby built stuff and luke's like doing his thing and heat maker and it's like you know it, it's all like this like cohesive thing and everybody's like supporting and helping each other out but yeah it's kind of nice because it gives you like an avenue to like support each person if you want like yeah it, it goes a long way for us like it definitely does for sure and that's why you should all subscribe to my only fans <laughs> i didn't buy all this gear just to do podcasts i'm also going to be clapping fapping. cheeks on the internet fapping on the internet <laughs> only six bucks a month 6.99 a month 6.90 a month 6.99 something something was 69 in it or whatever i wish i could have the drive to add that into all the things i'm doing like you could make hella money doing that shit these days yeah dude you got abs bro You have a lot of you have a lot of dude fans. I yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, if you're a dude trying to make OnlyFans, like your your target's like gay dudes, dudes for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You, you'll stack money. Yeah. And like maybe like three girls that like wanted to see you naked in high school. And they'd be like, ah, I'll check it out. Uh, I was wondering what he was packing, you know. And then they subscribe and they're disappointed. <laughs>
I would do it, honestly. I just don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) That's just an excuse, though, because if I just spent less time scrolling through Instagram, I could probably, you know, put out a FAP video (laughs) here and there and stack some chips. (laughs) You and Phoebe have been on that for a long time. Ever since I met you guys, you guys like talked about doing some kind of thing. You know, she tried to sell her underwear. Yeah, didn't go anywhere. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. That's right. Definitely yeah. check that one out. It's probably one of the funniest ones ever. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe's funnier than me for sure. Sometimes, a lot of the time, <laughs> she's better at roasting people. Yeah, yeah. You just don't want to be on the other end of it if it's like a mean roast. Mm. Phoebe's Phoebe's fiery. Yeah. But it's out of love, usually. Yep. Yeah. I think that's why we work. Yeah. (laughs) You You gotta have that balance. Yeah, you need your shooter. Like, my steaks are cooked wrong. Phoebe's (laughs) like, I got you, babe. (laughs) Oh, hey. Hey, bro. He said he wanted medium rare. Does this look like <laughs> fucking medium rare? <laughs> I no, actually, said, she you... actually likes when I order food for her. Yeah. Well, it's and like she a... always jokes like, and the lady will have <laughs> <laughs> a salad. Nah. Sexes. Sorry. The fuck, dude. I know. <laughs> Wait, she says the lady will have for you, or you will say, and the lady will have for her? She jokes that I should say that for her. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Maybe tonight. It's our anniversary. So we're going to yeah. go out and get some food. Maybe how many, how many years now? 17, I think. 17 years? We've been together? Damn, dude, you guys are almost legal. Like, cause eighteen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. a fucking dumb joke. It's like almost half of our lives. That's crazy. It's also crazy to like have friends that you can say have been your friend for twenty plus years. Remember back in the day when your parents would be like, "Oh, this is my friend of twenty years." Like, fuck, twenty years. years. Yeah. What? I have hella friends that I've been friends with twenty years now. Yeah. Yeah, we've been it's crazy. We've yeah. been friends for. 13 plus maybe less 12 12 yeah yeah i think that yeah 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 2010 2011 i think that's when i started drifting that's crazy back when i was a media boy that video you made of me is still sick yeah i I watched it i cringe at my interview but yeah you look high as fuck and you aren't i don't think i was high you weren't your eyes are just hella glossy. I look, I look young. Yeah. It's crazy when you like, you think, oh, I don't even look like I've aged that much. And then I see a video <laughs> like that and I'm like, oh, shit. I watched the I watched the ASB Team Tandem video that Cotto, Brandon Cotto made. And like, I saw myself in there and I was like, damn, I look so much better than I used to. <laughs> that <laughs> facial hair was like not a good look. 
the way I had it then. I don't remember. It was like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what works best for my facial hair, to be honest. Yeah, I'm liking the beard on you and me. Just a couple out, fucking... Out here. Yeah. <laughs> beard life. My shit's just so, like, patchy right in here. So if I let it go too long, then it's, like, heavy here, big missing spot, and then heavy here. And if I, I cut like it too it. short, it looks super patchy. Then like, I've, right now, because I just trimmed it. And, like, in the video, it's going to look like I just have, like, fucking, like, a just big phallic. It's, like, same, like, same spot as yeah, me. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> big phallic hair shape on my face. <laughs> Big hairy dick on your face. <laughs> I've gotten pretty good at cutting my own hair, though. I cut my own hair, too. I've actually not been to a barber. Uh, maybe five, six times in my life. Sick. It's the back that's hard, but... Yeah, I got a little mirror, dude. Be fucking chopping my shit. Sometimes I fuck it up. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm going to hat it up for a couple weeks and then fix it. But 50 bucks a month, dude. Especially in the city. Fuck. I used to just rock the buzz, dude. My head was shaped weird as fuck. When I see pictures <laughs> of me back then. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I'm losing my hair. I'm getting some grays. We're getting old, dude. Dude, we're getting fucking old. It's cutting this, this line right here. It's scooting back. Yeah. It's crazy. One day you're just like, oh, shit, I'm getting old. Yeah. I mean, we're not old, but... But you're yeah. like, I've peaked, and I'm now my body is now going the other way. Yeah. I think about that sometimes. Yeah. What but can you do? Take care of yourself the best you can. Yeah. Fuck, it's important. It's crazy. People were always telling me about that kind of shit. And I was just eat whatever I want. I <laughs> have abs no matter what happens. Yeah, so I'm like, oh you, yeah. Seven seven burritos a week. Hey dude, I'm also shredded. I'm also constantly in pain. I would give up my abs to for my <laughs> body to feel really good all the time. I'm sure there's somebody who'd trade you. I don't really know how that works, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like one day you're like, shit, I have to like stop eating Bad. garbage. Yeah. Some people can't. At least, at least you got the fucking discipline to do it. You know, hard. It's I, not easy. I have to. I seriously. It's crazy how sensitive I am to certain foods now. I've been trying to figure it out, like what exactly triggers the pain. Yeah. Because sometimes it takes a couple days. It's yeah. It's like it's really fucking hard to figure it out. It's frustrating. Yeah, I can't imagine. But again, these are just my problems, <laughs> and they're in the grand scheme of things. People have much bigger problems. Yeah. So I'm doing all right. I'm I'm pretty pretty lucky for where I'm at. Could be worse. It could always be worse. Yep. I'm trying to look at it that way. 
these days. There's, I definitely had some rough moments in the last couple of years. Yeah. Real rough. So are we going to finish the Sylvia or what? <laughs> yes. Cool. It's coming. I don't know if it's going to happen at this house. Yeah. So do you, can you get into that or? Yeah. I mean, our landlord is just not the most honest dude. We talked a little bit about, I mean, he told, uh, he's like going through a divorce and he told us that he was maybe going to have to sell the house. And you know, he said, if you guys wanted to buy it, you know, I'd carry the note and we could make it happen. Like, hopefully this appraiser gives us a low, you know, a low estimate, wink, wink, like just. Yeah hyping us up for it and then when we were supposed to like meet up and talk about potentially buying it he ghosted us and then when we were driving back from abs my realtor buddy that i grew up with hit me up and said the house was for sale on like a on a site where only realtors can see it at first and he had like come into the house and took pictures with a photographer and like told us that he was just like coming up with an appraisal to counter his ex-wife's appraisal which was just complete bullshit he was like staging it to sell it fuck and uh i mean this house is completely out of our league yeah like we live on seven acres in the forest in a huge house with a uh, 1200 square foot shop it's been like amazing and we pay nothing to live here so it's yeah. been a deal and we've dealt with all the problems. You know, we've had crazy roof leaks. There were winters that we were, you know, had big coolers in our room catching the waterfalls. Like it was crazy. And he just would half-ass fix it and it would just move the leak to somewhere else and just make it worse. And he's just, he's done a lot of illegal stuff. But we put up with it just because it was such a good deal. And, like, we put up his paint booth and didn't even tell him. Yeah. But that's just because we knew he wouldn't care. He let me paint a car here before we even moved in. Huh. Right before Final Bout Special Stage West at Park. Yeah. I painted the S14 in the tent where Michael's car lives. Oh, shit. Before we moved in here. So I figured he wouldn't give a shit about this booth. Yeah. And he's never even mentioned it. But what's he going to say? Like, yeah. Dude, you do all kinds of shady shit. But anyway, he put up the house for $2.1 million. Damn. Which anyone that comes and actually inspects this place is going to be like, no. Yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. Uh, the first appraiser said he'd be lucky to get 900000 that's a big jump yeah but either way even nine hundred thousand is not like not possible. even remotely possible yeah so we had kind of been tossing the idea around of like getting a fifth wheel camper 
just so we can put it anywhere for now but obviously we have stacks of cars and shit i don't know i don't know if that's gonna work even that like we need there's a lot of credit stuff i need to pay off and get my score back up before i can even think about that maybe sell a car or two i just keep stacking cars up and i don't ever sell them yeah <laughs> it's always crazy how many people i know that are just constantly buying and selling cars i never let them go i just stack them up <laughs> yeah i'm also kind of doing that yeah but i mean in some cases that's a good thing like my hachi yeah i think it's worth hella money i haven't touched it yeah but uh i need to that's probably going to be a down payment on something yeah as much as i really want to have it and drift it the truth is it's not helping me reach my goals in drifting you know even if it's running and good to go like right this is my fucking hachi yeah i love them and i really really want to drive it but i'm not going to drive it hard yeah and if i can't drive it super hard there's no point yeah i actually deal with that too like there's shit that i want to build or whatever like i have like this like dream build i want to do but i'm like but if i build that like i can't like i'm not going to drive it hard so like why make it a drift car yeah you're gonna be worried about fucking it up yeah. and for us that's everything <laughs> yeah like, yeah <laughs> maybe that would have worked for you a few years back but i think now at the level you're at now you want to fucking drive hard it's yeah. not fun if you don't it's not yeah like all the damage on my car from the last three days i'm like what i'll fix it i don't care like whatever like it's just they're just parts yeah you know Shout out, shout out Nerp Tech. He's sending me fucking control arms. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, I don't, I don't care. I was talking to, um, fuck, what's his name? R RJ? RJ, or RJ Toon? The fucking, his name's Jordan. I don't know. He's like the, the R RJ Toon. I don't know. He's like from the East Coast, but he's like drifting like a newer, m3 at, at drift week and the car is sick like whatever but he like we like drove together he rode with me and he was like i just don't like he's like yeah i could probably fucking go throw it in like this and stuff but i like i just don't want to hurt my car that much and i'm like yeah it's a different it's a different approach but like i just don't like i'm not gonna go to the track and just enter slower because i don't want to hurt my car I remember the day that I realized that I don't really care anymore. It's liberating. It is, yeah. You're like, I don't give a fuck about how this thing goes home. Like, I just want to feel like I'm driving the way that I want to drive. I'm trying to think if I ever even was worried about my car. I don't think I, I don't think I, you I don't were. Think I was ever. I mean, I was, I remember I just told you like a couple weeks ago, like I, I used to think that you were like purposely like evil to your cars, like not purposely, but like you just like, you could not do some of the shit that you do. And like, now that I'm trying to like drive close and stay close and like literally being glued to somebody is like more important than whatever on the car. Like, 
you're gonna do shit that like you're gonna slam a gear fucking like just i don't know just just aggressive shit that could potentially break the like when you blew two axles at the same time in canada i was like why the fuck is he running these tires like I was like, it's he went through like six fucking axles in one event. Well, that's because Zestino sent me the wrong tires. Yeah. I was using the R's and they sent me the RS's and they were nuts on the rear. Yeah. But you're like, they're sick. It was fun. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> like, you're doing yeah. crazy shit. Like, yeah. the car is hella fast. And that was when you were like 280 horsepower with like. Uh, maybe. No, I don't think so. It was more? more than okay. I don't know. But you were stock the car's axles. Been through so many phases. You were like throwing it in. I like, was on stock axles, yeah. Yeah, you like threw it in. I remember I was behind you and you like threw it in and just like the car went nowhere. Because you blew both at the same time. First it was just stacks of SR gearboxes and then I yeah. would switch to Z and never broke one of those. And then I just started breaking axles and diffs. I broke at I I finally did it. I finally broke both at the same time in drift. I snapped both output flanges completely clean off in the diff at ABS, like doing a backy. I like threw it in and like dumped it in second. And they just fucking exploded. Kato did it at Mayhan. Yeah. During the team tandem at the end of Super D. Sick. Japan. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, so I've been like I was talking to some of the dudes. I hung out for like one of the, one more stop of Drift Week and I was hanging out with some of the guys from LA and they were like back for a second. Yeah. They were talking about I was like talking to them about Hot Pit and like one of the comp things and I was like thinking about it and like i i bought and sold that subaru with like the goal of doing something and drifting with it and uh i've been like thinking a lot about like what i want to do with that right like i it was like it was like a good flip and i ended up with like some cash or whatever and sam gave me that hatch s13 hatch and like I've been trying to figure Shout out. Shout out Sam for hooking it up with S13 hatches. Yeah. You can see back there, he gave me that car. Yeah. <laughs> Shout Sam, out Sammy Skeets. Sammy Sam Street, Sammy Skeets, aka fucking the the orange gobbler. I don't know. <laughs> um, late the. It's cool. It was good. Uh. Yeah, so I was like thinking about what I want to do with it. And I was thinking about like, do I want to go do like a comp series? Do I want to like blah, blah, blah. But like, I think the, I think the plan is we'll see if I can make it happen. But I want to build that car to ship to Japan to go drive over there. Because you're going to have a car there. Jason's building a car to ship to Japan. And I think. Aaron might be also so like that's just like one of those things where like I I haven't gotten to drive in Japan I've done like a couple laps at Mayhan 
and before it's something that's like unobtainable like i really want to make it happen yeah and it's as fun as it is to like switch to a right-hand drive car and figure all that out it'd be kind of nice to remove that that layer of it and just take a car that you'll be more comfortable in so you don't have to worry about that so much yeah and i'm trying to decide like what motor i want to do in there and what makes sense for a car to go to japan obviously like a sr makes the most sense because whatever but like i want to test it and like do the things i don't want to be like working on it out there and blah blah so like that's like i that's like my probably like year to two year plan is i'm going to try and build an s13 to ship over there so that i can realize my realize my dream of actually like driving mahon and like doing a good job yeah Stretching my back more. Oh, I'm really hyped for that. Uh, <laughs> have I talked about that? I have an S15 in Japan. Uh, yeah. Stupid dummy cheap. <laughs> yeah. So if all the if all the boys are gonna do it, like there'll be trips. I think that's like the that's like the that's like the mount that's like the that's my Everest that's my fucking the mountain I want to climb. I want to be able to say that I've done that. And I think that's like pretty pretty high on my list of things that I've like wanted to do my whole life. Yeah, I want to do at least a round of D1 lights or many. I definitely want to compete in Japan. It's a different level. Yeah. For the driving that we're into. Yeah. You know, Ameri- it's American drifting competition is its own challenge. It's, um, fuck, man, people are serious. I drove Winter Jam, a comp at Winter Jam, which was a FD shootout. Ju- yeah. Judged by it- like Ryan Lontane and the FD judges. Yeah, I didn't realize. Brian Egger, the one more time king. I didn't realize until we were <laughs> there. I've, I really wanted to drive turn seven because I had never driven the Formula D course as many times really? as I've driven Sonoma. And I've done Winter Jam before. I never drove turn seven. <clears throat> so I was hyped. And then I said something about it to Lex. And he was like, oh, it's an FD Pro shootout thing. Like, you have to have different tech. And I was like, what? No. And then I talked to Farouk, and he was like, oh, no, this one, they're just going to allow normal tech. I was like, oh, okay. Let's take the stock Z. (laughs) (laughs) You know what was fucking lame, though? They shortened the run-up into the entry. Really? Yeah. I was really bummed about that. I wanted to go fast. Yeah. Turn seven's sick. Yeah, but that was... That was really fun. I hadn't done like a serious competition like that in many years. And people are serious, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of really serious cars. Yeah. <clears throat> Guys out there with their teams changing their tires for them and shit. Yeah. It's not the pro am that you did or even no. 
Yeah. That's Not wild. Even close. And like that's the whole thing. Like I was thinking about like, do I want to do like a comp series or do I want to go to Japan? And it's like I went when I did Race Wars, there was like a few teams there that had like spotters and radios and they were like changing tires literally every run. And I did the whole run. I did the whole thing on the same pair of tires. I did the entire top 16 double elimination on one pair of Accelera 651s in the back i did the same thing yeah in that comp and i think people were changing tires like every run yeah i was like what what i mean but i I get it i mean like i was chasing some of these cars and they're blowing a ton of smoke and but and not going that fast yeah no offense to those drivers it's just the way the cars are set up for that style of drifting like it's all about you have to ride all those outer zones, and that's where I struggled in the Z. Yeah. So I I posted about it. I like sacrificed a lot of outer zone to stay close, and that worked almost through the whole comp. Yeah. And I got smoked by like a eight hundred horsepower Corvette. Dude, Corvettes are your fucking nemesis. I thought we were going one more time though. I I beat another guy in a Corvette, so I you know all I got right. my I redemption you, and a Mustang. I lost to a Mustang. A good luck or at uh amateur drift series stang boys yeah i got my redemption redemption not it's, gonna lie i was thinking that on the line i'm like i can't i can't lose <laughs> to another a mustang, mustang or a corvette again <laughs> yeah something about them bald eagles that just fuck you up huh i don't know yeah i don't either So we're announcing Julian's driving the RTR Mustang next year in Formula Drift. Just kidding. I always said, like, if there was a Formula D car that I would want to try to drive, it would be one of those. Yeah. They're probably wild. I talked to Adam LZ about it, though, and yeah. he said they drive fucking weird. Huh. They drive super weird. Hmm. So uh, I take that back, I think. I think maybe, like, Gucci's car would be cool to drive or something like that mm. yeah wise fab feels weird yeah it does gushi's cars on wise fab they're all on wise fab at this point except matt yeah you kind of need it for yeah. formula d yeah it has its place in drifting for sure it does i used to hate on it way more but i don't hate on it it's just different it's for its own thing. Yeah. Um, Zach from GK Tech, actually. Shout out, Zach. Appreciate the support from GK Tech big time. He's helped me a lot on this Z, and it drives fucking good. Yeah, almost as With good as that NOS works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Zach actually sent me should i talk about this yeah he probably doesn't care they're coming out with like a a full upright the whole knuckle and upright are one piece whoa it's like really fancy it's like wise fabby kind of stuff and he sent it to me and he wanted me to put it on before going to grange he wanted like a durability test and i'm pretty good at breaking shit i've always said if you could have any job it should be uh durability testing for like manufacturers 
I would love to like be a stunt driver or do some kind of job like that, but I'm fucking six seven. Like yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. It sucks. Yeah. Um you could stunt double for the rock, dude. I just need to put on like sixty pounds <laughs> <Yeah>. of muscle. <laughs> But yeah, so he sent it to me and I, I was going to put it on and try it for him. And then one of their guys tested it. I, I told them, I was like, man, I can't change it before I go to Grange. Like, I really want to throw down with Nauki and I don't want to yeah. be like trying a whole new setup. And, yeah. And he was totally understanding about it. And I was going to put it on right after. And he messaged me on the way back and was like, yeah, one of our guys tested it. It's, it's, it's really good, but it's way more like wise fab kind of feel and without like a bunch of power and grip it probably won't suit you very well so if you, if you need to like send it to someone else or whatever that that's fine i was like okay cool like i mean i was willing to try it yeah but i yeah i don't think it would really suit my driving style this car it feels so good yeah i don't want to change it yeah it feels so good yeah Leaving cars alone is good. I've definitely been leaving my car alone. Yeah. But yeah, they've helped me out a lot. So I was willing to give it a shot. Willing to give it a shot. But he gets it. Yeah. He, he gets it. So that was cool. Cool story. <laughs> I got some parts <laughs> that I didn't try. <laughs> Yeah. So lots of stuff. Lots of stuff like pending the next few moves in life. <sighs> yeah. I think it's back on the up, even though we're you know, a lot of uncertainty with our living situation and all that. Yeah, I mean at least you know like at least you know what's going on with you enough to where you can like make adjustments and not just like try shit and like try and be your own doctor, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're the worst fucking podcast guys ever, but it's okay. Just to be clear, my back hurts from a new thing. It's like new upper back pain from a workout I did the other day. And then I sat at the computer all day yesterday, editing video and then updating Heatmaker store stuff. And halfway through the day, my back just like was on fire and it's hurting really bad now. The crazy thing is after changing my diet, so much of my, I don't take ibuprofen anymore. I don't have to take it. That's dope. And my lower back like barely hurts now. That's crazy. Eat better. Feel good. Do shit. If, yeah, if you're, if you're in your 30s or even your 20s or 40s even and you are constantly in pain and you're like oh i'm just getting old nah it shouldn't be like that 
And it's funny, like, Phoebe was always saying, like, oh, there's so many things poisoning us. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. She got this app on her phone where you can scan barcodes and it, like, tells you how safe your products are for you. Well, Dude, literally everything we use was super toxic. Whoa. So, like, through researching diet and all that stuff and seeing what it felt like to change the way I was eating, it made me want to get rid of all the bullshit. Like, I just use a bar of soap now for everything. My hair and everything. Huh. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Bars. <laughs> yeah a lot of bad shit yeah big pharma and fucking the food industry it's not like conspiracy theory dude it's all about money for them and they're we're all getting fucking poisoned sick they don't make money if we're not sick or in pain. Damn. It's capitalism. Yeah. I mean, shit's kind of wild, dude. Life's weird. Mm-hmm. Cheers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all going to die someday, so that sucks. But get it while you can you know take care of yourself try and have a good time be good to people lead by example try and be a better person the fuck else are you gonna do you know push That's yourself it. yeah you gotta push yourself and push your friends surround yourself with people that are trying to level up and are willing to willing to hear if you point out some things they can improve on and they don't take it personally. Like you gotta have friends like that. Yep. And vice versa. You got anything else for the people? I don't think so. Sick. I don't know how long we've been doing this. No idea. If I had to guess like two and a half hours, I'm pretty good at guessing time now. Just odd boss things. You know, I'd be out here podding, tied, fucking eating Tide Pods and podcasting. <laughs> How crazy is Listening that? Listening to P.O.D. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Alright. I think we're good. Fucking bye. Is that it? I think so. Is there anything else? I don't know. We'll do another one eventually. Alright. Cool. Good Fuck. job, man. Fucking love you, man. You too, dude. Thanks for uh, supporting me in all my 
you know, shit. Appreciate it. Same. Love you all too. Yeah. Stay up. (laughs) 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 Yo, you made it all the way to the end of the episode. You should see therapy therapists. (laughs) Um, Makes us look good to the podcast overlords if you watch, listen to the whole thing. And of course, YouTube. Um, Be sure to subscribe and like and all that shit. Um, Follow us on IG at GoodestCast. Follow the guests. Check out their links in the description. Check out the sponsors' links in the description. And I just want to say thank you for making it to the end of the episode, you fucking legends. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.